Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hello, Christy Lee here. And before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a free masterclass that we are running at the end of January. Inside the HR Support for Australian Businesses Facebook group that I run, which if you're not a member of, you should definitely be joining, I asked our members late last year what was one topic that they would love some free training on early in 2021. And the topic that had the most interest was interviews. So on the 27th of January at 11am Sydney time, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings time, I'm running a free masterclass called Interview Essentials and I'd love for you to join us. If you'd like to register for the masterclass, just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash interview. You can register your details there and you'll be sent the link straight away to your inbox. In the masterclass, we'll be discussing all of the things that make interviews successful, from the pre-screening process through to what questions to ask, what red flags to look out for, how to spot someone that's just not right for your business, and of course, how to make that important hiring decision and what to do from that point on. So it'll be a one-hour masterclass interview essentials on the 27th of January at 11am Sydney time. Now, if you can't make it live, but you're still really interested, no problems at all. Just head over and register and you'll be sent a copy of the recording within about 24 hours of the masterclass completing. So again, that's peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash interview to register for the interviews essentials masterclass. Welcome to episode number 45 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Christy Lee. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well and having an amazing week. If you're catching this episode live, it is late January 2021, and you've probably not long returned from your Christmas break. Many of you would have closed down your businesses over the Christmas and New Year period and taken a a bit of a break. So how was that? are you going? Are you getting back into the swing of work? (laughs) Sometimes it can be really, really tough, can't it? That first couple of weeks back, it's just like, oh, getting that momentum going. I had a great break. I actually tried to step away from the laptop uh, between Christmas and New Year, which is not something I find naturally easy. And I did find myself walking back to my desk several times and had to stop myself, but um, really felt the need to just take a little technological break from the laptop, didn't even post a whole lot on socials, just wanted a little break from all the technology for a little while. But unfortunately, where I live, we had constant rain and not particularly fabulous weather over Christmas and New Year. So coming back into proper full work at the first week of January, and then it turned sunny. It was kind of really annoying, to be honest. So um, I was hoping to get some nice sunny weather in because as I mentioned here in the podcast before, I love summer. It's my favorite time of year. And now we have all this fabulous weather and everyone's busy and back at work and we've got lots of things to do. So if that's you as well, I feel your pain. I feel your disappointment to an extent. But I do hope you're back in the swing of things and that the business year has kicked off well before for you. 
Now, today we're talking about getting your team on the right track for 2021, really setting your team up for success. What we know is that January is a peak time for resignations, for people to decide that it's time to move on from their position or make a change. It's just a reality. And, you know, back in 2020, I actually thought, oh, maybe we won't see that pattern this year because, you know, COVID and uncertainty and, you know, people just, you know, happy to have jobs. But I actually think we're seeing more of people more people doing some really strange things. I was talking to a colleague who works in a different space, in the insurance space, but deals a lot with, again, small business owners. And and she said some of the things she's seeing as well are just out of this world this year. It's just all the random things are happening. So I thought we may see a more calm January, but so far to date, that has not been what I'm experiencing. And it may not be what you're experiencing either. This is the time when lots and lots of your employees may be thinking about making a move. Now, there's no real hardcore evidence about why it is, but the obvious antidotal evidence is that everyone has a break over Christmas. Very few businesses here in Australia work completely through. Often it's at least skeleton staff, unless you're in a sector that is super busy, retail and hospitality and those kind of things. But other than that, many of you take a break. And that means your staff are taking a break as well. And especially after the year that was, all the chaos, all the confusion, all the uncertainty, that pause, that time they have to stop and reconsider and really think about, oh, where am I actually at? What did that year look like? And what do I want the year ahead to look like? They kind of take stock. They take a bit of an existential view and sit staring at the ocean or into a forest or something like that. And they really take stock. It's also sometimes the only real quality time they've been able to spend with those close to them. And, you know, when we think about it in hindsight, it may be the only time, given how 2020 was, that they could do that. You know, it depends where you are in Australia. I think everyone's going to have different experiences. So, you know, if you suddenly went into lockdown just before Christmas, like part of Sydney did, you didn't get that opportunity. You weren't spending time with those closest to you, where if you're in Melbourne, where you'd been in lockdown for most of the year, <laughs> a really long time, you Melbourne guys did it hard, then the Christmas period was possibly your first and only chance for the year to really connect with your wider family and friendship network. And so for your employees, if that was the case, that's what they were doing too. And it's the time that people take to reflect. It's the sometimes the only time they have to actually have that pause. Because, you know, in other times of the year when we have the pause, we're running around traveling when that's a possibility. Often the kids are still doing things. So we're still running them to activities. You know, all the other busyness of life is still go, go, go. Christmas is the time where everything just stops. It's that weird time where you kind of forget what day of the week it is too. That takes a while to get back used to. I think this was the first year I've actually experienced that actually what day is it confusion. I mean, my kids were asking me. So, your employees are doing the same thing. They're really thinking about what it is that they want and they make decisions to move on. Now, of course, that may not be the right decision and they may be just trying to fix a problem with a band-aid solution and, and blaming the workplace on it and it may not be the actual issue. But nonetheless, we see that January is a peak time for resignations. Now, as I've shared with you before, I really believe that you cannot build a successful and sustainable business which delivers you the success however you measure that, and the freedom that you see, because let's face it, we don't get into business to work 80 hours a week, despite the fact that that's what so many business owners end up doing. And I've been there. (laughs) 
actually, it came up in my Facebook memories this morning. I've shared with you here on the podcast before that one of my favorite things is the Facebook memories. However, my Facebook memories sometimes remind me of things that I shouldn't be particularly proud of. And today, literally, I saw it this morning. There's, I've put up a photo that says nothing like business planning at 9 p.m. on a Monday night. And my wall in my lounge room in this photo is covered with A4, you know, not A4, big A3 sheets of paper with the business planning process for the year that I was starting. We've all been there. We've done the 80-hour weeks, but that's not what we got into business for. If you want business to deliver you freedom, you have to have a team. You can't be doing all the things. And I tell you, when I took that photo, I had a team. That's when my team was the biggest. So that's the clue that I didn't have it right when I was still doing all the things and all the hours all of the time. So you can't build a a successful business and a sustainable business that gives you both success and freedom without having a team and specifically without having the right people on your team. Getting the right people in and then, of course, nurturing them, creating an environment where they thrive, where they feel safe and secure and inspired and driven, that's what's going to give, give you the success that you're after. So this episode is all about starting 2021 off on the right foot in that respect. It's about setting your team up for success this year. Now, of course, there are a myriad of things you can do. There are so many different options you have when it comes to setting your team up for success. But I want to share with you here today three core ideas, three core areas that if you can get these right, if you can work on these areas, are really going to set you up for success with your team this year. And January is a great time to do this. I spoke in December, a lot in my newsletters, and I think here on the podcast as well, about in December, creating a vision for January. So your team had something to look forward to coming back to. And whether or not you did that, January is the time to bed that in. January is the time to get the team excited about what's coming up, to give them some reassurance, to give them some security and some conscious understanding of what you're planning for the year. It's the time to get them engaged in your future vision, your bigger picture, your just cause, whatever you call it in your business. So the three key areas I want to share with you today to help you set your team up for success for 2021 are this, structure, communication, and expectation. I think if you get those three core areas better down as well as you can, you may not get it perfect, but at least make an effort, you are really on the pathway to success. And of course, there's all different things you can do outside of that and within that to really help you. So in the first instance, when we're talking about structure, I'm talking about getting the structure right or setting yourself on a pathway to create the right structure straight up. Now, I've spoken on the podcast before about an exercise that I call the clean slate exercise. It was back in episode number 22. So I'll link it up in the show notes for you today, but I encourage you to go back and have a listen to that episode that walks you through the exact process of the clean slate exercise. The clean slate exercise is all about not completely doing away with everyone in your business. Don't stress. It is about creating an ideal structure and seeing if you have the resources on hand to complete and fulfill that structure. And if not, it's going to tell you where you've got surplus, where you've got people that are not meaningfully employed for all of their hours and what to do in that case. And there's a few different options or where you've got gaps where you don't have anyone. We all know as we grow our businesses, we band-aid things, we're putting out fires, we're just trying to find a solution to the current problem. Doing the clean slate exercise at the beginning of the year especially is a great clarity tool. It really helps us to understand where we've got gaps, 
where we don't have positions or where we really need to re-refine roles and create a structure that you actually want your business to be in. A structure that allows your business to deliver on whatever it needs to deliver on right now, to be able to fulfill the promises to customers, to get the orders out the door, to answer the phone calls, whatever it is. And when you do the clean slate exercise, I encourage you to start with you. What is it that you want to be doing in your business this year? You don't want to be doing all the leftover things after you've put everyone else into roles. You want to be strategic about what role you want to take in your business. And of course, the more you're doing, the less time you've got to lead people and the more overwhelmed you're going to be. So perhaps when you're doing this exercise at the beginning of the year, you're looking at what you can move off your plate onto someone else's. So doing the clean slate exercise is all about your ideal structure and starting to create a roadmap towards getting you to that structure. Now, why is structure important? Having the right structure allows your business to hum along nice and smoothly. It's when you don't have the right structure that you hit speed bumps, where things don't get done or things fall through the cracks, or there's something you didn't expect and everyone has to drop everything to fix it. Having the right structure really works to weed out some of those dramas that you're going to encounter. It doesn't mean that every day is going to be smooth and simple, obviously, we wish, but it does mean that you've got the right structure in terms of then having the right resources in that structure. And that's the most important thing. You can have the structure, but you need to fill it with the right resources and the right roles. Having the structure is also about having the right position description. So really detailing what each role is doing. What did those key result areas, those key success criteria look like for every role in your business to be successful? Having the structure in place for those, what are the outputs, what are the outcomes we're looking for, means you're going to stop looking at activity and hours and start looking at what is actually productively being achieved in your business. So structure is important. Now, I don't want structure that constrains you. I want structure that enables you and empowers you for your business to be amazing and for you not to be doing all the things. So that's where I want you to come at when you're doing that structure. So again, I encourage you, go back and have a listen to episode number 22. I'll hook it up in the show notes and run yourself through the clean slate exercise. Now, after structure, the next core thing that's really going to help you set your team up for success in 2021 is communication. It is the lifeblood of every business. And there's some key areas of communication that I really want to encourage you to sort of tone in on this year. The first thing is regular team meetings. It is the best format for regular communication with your team. If you're not already doing regular team meetings, please, please, please put them in place. They're such an important tool. And when done well, when done correctly, they are going to really be valuable. You don't want them to be a waste of time, absolutely not. But you want them to be really valuable, really productive, and to help set your team up for success each and every week. Your weekly team meeting is an opportunity to set up success for the week. So right now we're talking about setting up for success for 2021. Your team meeting is one communication tool you can implement to set you up for success each and every week. Now, so I want you to do that. In, in terms of other communication strategies that you can implement, I want you to communicate with the team what this year's vision looks like. If the team don't know where they're heading, how are they going to stay on course? Your role as the leader in the business is to set the future vision and to help the team achieve that, help the team get you to achieve that. But if they don't know what that is and why that's important and how it aligns to your values and what their role in getting there is, then they can't be part of that process. 
when I had a, a large consultancy business, one of the things I loved to do every year was every single January, we would have a yearly planning meeting. Now, for us, this day was just full of fun. We often themed it, we dressed up, there was always drinks at the end of the day, you know, food ordered in, all those kind of things. But I, that meeting was all about getting the team excited for what was coming for the year. If I was hoping to launch a new part of the business that year, I would share that with the team. I would share how that's going to look, who's going to be involved, why it's important, how it adds value to our clients, how it adds value to us as a business and how they can be involved in that. We would have discussions about what they wanted for their roles for the year in an open team environment. Now, Obviously, if you've got 50, 60, 100 staff, you can't do that all at once. But if you've got a smaller team, you can absolutely do that. We had a phase where we had really fun and funky position titles. Um, so our HR consultants were called peopleologists and all these fun titles. But each year at the team meeting, that was up for discussion. And the team got a say in what their title was, and that helped them to own their role. One year, one of our team members came up with the title for herself of Client BFF. And it was perfect because she loved being everyone's friend. It was perfect for her, but it also meant she really owned that role. She looked after her client so well that year because she owned that title. So little things like that can be really important. But having some form of communication where you are talking to your team, no matter how big or small, about what the future looks like. Where are you going? Where are you taking this company? What objectives are you looking to achieve? What are the big things each quarter? What will success look like and how can they be part of that? How can they contribute to that? And of course, the other key area of communication is listening. It's not all about you talking. It's also about listening. This might be asking the team for feedback or input or ideas or for them to tell you how they think things can be done better. Just having a catch up with each and every employee at the beginning of the year to listen to how they're feeling, to listen to how they're tracking, to ask some open-ended questions so you can really get a feel for where they're at right now. So really having spending some time at the beginning of the year listening to your people. I love employers that spend a little bit of time each day checking in on their people. How are you going today? Showing some recognition, uh, giving some, you know, conscious praise or just letting them know that you understand where they're at, you know, asking them how the kids are, how the dog is, whatever the case is, really bonding those communication ties with your employees at every opportunity that you can. This also might be a time to really work in some deliberate team building for the year. Now, that's not always easy when you've got a hybrid team. And I was just saying this morning on another call that 2021 will be the year of hybrid teams and it may be the permanent future of the workplaces that we're in. So we need to find innovative and creative ways to do these team building things in a hybrid team environment. But it might be a time to do some team building now and set up some quarterly team building or monthly team building moving forward. So really communication is king when it comes to engaging your people. If they don't know where they're going, they're not going to help you get there. If you don't already have weekly team meetings, I really encourage you to put those in place. I encourage you to have some form of communication with your team at the beginning of the year to get them excited about what the future holds and how they can contribute and play a part in reaching that vision. Tie it in with your values, tie it in with their values because you want to have that values alignment and really listen to what your people have to say. Once you listen, 
you are better in a position to understand. And once you understand, you can help them to move forward. And the third area that you can work on to really set your team up for success in 2021 is around expectations. When people don't know the rules, they make up their own. It's human nature. It's no one's fault. But if you set clear expectations, clear boundaries for your team, and you are willing to uphold those, that's the important next step, that is setting you up for success. So setting boundaries around how we do things, how I want things done, the processes, the check-in points, whatever it is, and then being prepared to hold those boundaries firm. Because once someone sees a little wriggle room, you end up with dissentment amongst the rest of the team because they're frustrated because they're doing the right thing. Why is this person getting away with not doing the right thing? So setting the boundaries. Being clear about your expectations does not mean you're being tough or harsh or mean. It means you're being clear about your expectations and people intrinsically want to know what you expect from them. It's a security mechanism. When people don't know what you expect from them, they don't know what to do. They don't know how they're stacking up against that. So if you set the expectations, that's not being harsh or mean, that's being kind. That's making people feel safe and secure. When people feel safe and secure in your team, they feel trusted, they feel valued, and they are more likely to be engaged and contribute more back to the team. Of course, aside from understanding what you expect from them, your team want to know how they're going about against, I should say, those expectations. And this is where your review process comes in. If you're not already doing regular reviews, I highly encourage quarterly reviews. I think they're a great check-in point. If you're going to do reviews more often than quarterly, then make them short. No team member wants to walk into a lengthy monthly review meeting. It's too hard. It's too heavy. They start to get anxiety about it, but it can be brief. And as long as it's brief with a positive focus, that's fine. But quarterly is a great rhythm to do your reviews. You can easily measure future success and past success in a quarterly review process. So setting the expectations and boundaries are about letting your people know what you expect from them and conducting regular positive future vision reviews. They let these people know, that lets these people know, I should say, how they're going against those expectations and setting expectations for the future. What does the future hold and how can they get there? So the three areas that I'm focusing on today to help you get your team set up for success for 2021 are these. Structure. Have the right structure in place. Go back and do that clean slate exercise that I referenced from episode number 22 and put the right structure in place. If you create your ideal structure and it's not where you're at right now, no dramas. Start the pathway forward. Talk to the team about that so that they know that that's what you're doing. Communicate. Communicate regularly positively and transparently with your team. Have the team meetings, have the yearly planning meetings, communicate and listen. And don't just listen, understand and do something with that information. Really take that forward and use that with your team into the future and set expectations and let your people know how they are going against those expectations. All of those three things will help you build engagement within your team. And we know that a highly engaged team is 20 plus percent more productive than a non-engaged or disengaged team. Doing these things will show you if you have any disengagement in your team, and then you can go about setting that right and fixing that up. Doing these things will help give you clarity, structure, and consistency for the year ahead so that you can get on with leading this team, with moving this business forward, and your team have a clear idea of what they need to do in order to help you get there. I hope those three areas have been super useful for you. 
If you want to go a little deeper into some of those, we have a free ebook available, which I've referred to in previous episodes. But if you haven't already grabbed that, that is absolutely a great thing to grab. It's called Unleash the Power of Your People in Five Simple Steps that you can implement in just five days if you want to. But probably one a week for five weeks is probably more realistic. If you want to grab a copy of that ebook, just head over to peopleparedbusiness.com, click on episode number 45, and you'll be able to grab that ebook there. And that's where I'll also put in those show notes today the links to the other episode on the clean slate exercise as well. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. I do hope 2021 is off to a great start for you. And I have one favor to ask. If you are enjoying the podcast, if you're listening to these episodes and you're really enjoying the content and what we're sharing and the advice we're giving, I would be so appreciative if you could take a couple of minutes out of your time to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review. It is the best way for other people to know that this is an interesting podcast and that they should be listening and really helps us to get more subscribers. If you're not already subscribed, click subscribe so you get our new episodes out each and every Wednesday. And I look forward to talking to you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast.